When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look out, something is going to get you tonight. Let's talk about the thing that's going to get you tonight. Welcome to the Happy Harvest Horror Show. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Brian. And this is the Happy Harvest Horror Show, where we get together and talk about all our favorite spooky things. And this week, we had a pretty spooky week. We had a pretty spooky few weeks. So that's the episode. We're just going to have a talk to you about how spooky our week is. That's the episode, guys. Because, hey, listen, research takes a lot of work. And a lot of work goes into these episodes. And we wanted to get something out to you. But, you know, we were just like... We got, we've done enough spooky stuff. Like, let's just make that the episode. Spooky That's week episode. episode. So we'll have... the episode is how spooky our week was. That's that's That's, that's it. it. That's just <laughs> it. We'll, we'll get back into the fun history of spooky things and pumpkin spice everything. And I can't wait. But before we do that, Corey, let's, let's just take a couple hours and talk about, no, I won't be that long. <laughs> how spooky was your week? Um, how spooky was my week? Um, so I would say in the last week or, you know, a week to two weeks, it's actually been pretty spooky. I've just been watching a lot of movies, felt, felt the urge to watch a lot of spooky stuff recently. I don't know. Should I go? Should I go in chronological order? Is that or should we just do like a round robin? You know, round- you throw <laughs> off a spooky thing. I'll throw uh, out a spooky thing. I like it. I like like a little popcorn. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll start with movie I watched two nights ago, mm-hmm. starring the the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Cage. Oh yeah. Mom and dad. Have you seen this I've movie? Not, I have not. It's got uh, Selma Hayek, right? Too? No, Selma, Selma Blair. Blair. God, I know it was Selma Blair. Come on, Brian. <laughs> as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, no, it's not. Um, how is it? I never saw it. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's wild. Like, I watched it with my roommates, and I we sat around and talked about it for a minute. Like, um, how is it is, like, not even a really good question, because, like, it's bad. Um, it's not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like at the same time, it's wild, you know, and there mm-hmm. I think are, are there's plenty to talk about conceptually. I'm I'm into it like a kind of I like the concept. I think the concept was was pretty interesting and um, no spoilers or anything. This is, you know, right from the top. Uh, the concept of the movie is essentially what if something happened societally uh that caused parents to just snap and 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 feel this insane urge to kill their children uh, that oh, they that, <laughs> yeah that's the I'm premise kind of hooked. i want to see this movie <laughs> um which is a which is is a legit premise um he came out in 2017 
And, and yeah, I, I mean, I like the premise because I do feel like in recent years, culturally, we've been in the space of basically being honest about the fact that like parenting's really hard and like parents hate their kids sometimes. And like, <laughs> and that that's okay. It's okay to feel frustrated and angry with your kids. Sometimes it's not okay to kill them. It's maybe but, not okay to kill them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not okay. But you know, a horror like it's it's using a horror lens to kind of explore some of that which i love that but i will not say that it did it well mm. um the writing is god awful like the writing is just really bad um just a lot of yeah just a lot of really rough lines and like and then there're just so many elements of it that you're like that wouldn't happen that way like it was just it was just rough in a lot of ways but there are some shining Nick Cage moments. That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> as long as Nick Cage is bringing, I think Nick Cage, it, it's become like a meme to people like, ah, oh, just crazy bad acting, which I humbly disagree. No. I think he is in a class of his own. We love, we love, we Nick love Cage Nick Cage in this house. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's oh, like, it's like the, uh, Gosh, it's like years ago it was cool to hate on Halloween three, and now it's not cool to hate on Halloween three. Maybe that's because years ago maybe it was cool to hate on Nick Cage, but we are in a, a Nick Renaissance. Oh, one hundred percent. I are think fully embracing it. We've got mad respect for Nick Cage in this house, and uh, I'm super excited for the the new movie he's going to be in with Tiffany Haddish. Um, are you talking about Redfield? No. Because he is doing a Renfield movie. Have you heard about this? Oh, really? Um, no, I'm talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, yeah, that. It looks yeah. wild. It looks awesome. I'm very much looking forward to that for sure. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah, yeah. he's doing another movie with Nicholas Holt, Renfield, where Nick Cage is playing Dracula. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, awesome. I've, yeah, yes. I, I've seen, seen this as well. So, yeah, Listen. that's. We're eating good here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say, even though I have plenty of criticisms of mom and dad, I would still suggest watching it. At the end of the day, we had a great time talking about it afterwards. You know, it was like, it was, it was bad, but it was, it was wild. And you get some, some great, great cage moments. And love that. what else can you ask for? Really? So nothing, literally nothing, literally nothing. So that was mom and dad. 2017 is when that film came out. Where did you watch it? Uh, I think we watched it on Amazon. Okay. I'm not I'm entirely dad. sure. Um, basically, my roommates heard about it on a different podcast, and they were, and my roommates are huge Nick Cage fans as well. And they were like, my "We gosh. need to watch this." And I was like, "Yes." Surround yourself with the right people. Uh, yeah, you know? <laughs> truly. And it was. It was like Nick Cage movie night, everybody. Um, Amen. Which is is a dream, you know. That's, truly. that's all anyone wants. So yeah, that that was that's number one on my list. What do you got, Brian? Oh, where do we start? Where do we start? Um, uh, I have this. I guess we'll start here. They're at the movie theater that I work at for the next three Mondays. They're showing all three Evil Dead movies, the first three, and I got tickets all three, of course, because I've never seen them on the big screen. So this is gonna be fun. So this last Monday, I watched the Evil Dead. And it's wild. It's wild because going into Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, how campy and like just slapstick or splat stick it gets. It's kind of, it's, you kind of forget that the first one is just pretty gnarly and upsetting and scary. But also a little Bruce Campbell, baby Campbell in that one, just getting thrown around. Just, 
he becomes like this hero, Ashley Williams in the other movies. But in the first one, he's just like the, the reluctant last man standing. And I kind of love that. <laughs> he's like the whole time, just like, I don't really want to get involved in this, you know, <laughs> uh, everyone's turning into deadites. Anyway, it was fun. It was fun seeing on a big screen. I'm excited to watch evil dead two next week. It's one of my favorite movies. And, uh, Got me excited for later this year on HBO. We got a new Evil Dead coming out. Oh wow! On HBO Max. So that was my first. I don't have much to say other than I watched the first Evil Dead in theaters, and that was a really fun experience. Theaters yeah. are fun. Going to see movies is fun. And I won't apologize for it. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Truly, <laughs> <laughs> I like movies, and I don't care who knows. <laughs> Word. <laughs> um what about you what's what's uh back back to you throwing the ball back my way Mm -hmm. um watch so a classic but a classic i've not watched in a long time and is just very it's just very um on brand for me for like so many reasons children of the corn yes it's so good it's so good You know what? I watched it for the first time this last year. Like, I can't remember. I would say within the last nine months um, of this time we're alive. Uh, But (laughs) what a movie. What a banger. It's so good. Like, yeah, what a great fucking film. And it was filmed right by my hometown. Like, literally right south of Sioux City, Iowa. Do you know the connection to USD Theater in that movie? No, No. there's a connection to our alma mater. Alma mater, (laughs) yeah. The uh, um, our scene shop that the the tech had in our in our theater, Timothy Case was also the scenic design for Children of the Corn. And at the beginning of the movie, when you see the like the parish, it says the the mass is being presided by father tim case his little cameo because he put his name in there so there you go that's so dope i didn't know that that's amazing (laughs) i wish i uh i wish i got to talk to him about it a little bit um but that's so cool yeah because i was just stoked to like yeah because it was filmed in like sergeant bluff and basically three like smaller rural towns literally just right right south of sioux city which is also funny because like the story, the Stephen King story and the movie took place in Nebraska, but it was filmed in Iowa, y'all. Uh just Excellent. an FYI. <laughs> um, but you know, they were like, corn, it's it's all it's all the same. Um, <laughs> um They're not wrong. Yeah, no, they're it's... not wrong. Um, but yeah, so like you just hometown vibes for us, really, like very close to uh, really where both of us grew up and mm-hmm. so you know that's super fun um but it's just a fucking great movie like and it's also like full core in your own hometown you know yes like, and everyone's <laughs> like on their like little corn stock crucifixes you know like yes like man that's a haunting image you just like crucified all the parents you know <laughs> like, yes totally um yeah i you know we've been kind of chatting a lot about full core and we're talking about doing a full horror episode here soon um but prime absolutely prime full core on like every Mm -hmm. level and then also just the brilliance of like stephen king here and the idea of kind of just looking like examining the horror of like cult-like tendencies but it's a cult of children like 
which is who could what could be scarier yeah like no one else has done that like what is that like that's horrifying it's a weird rural cult of children that yeah like and a child shall lead them Yeah. yeah and they take out all their parents and um yeah the visuals are fabulous we noticed when we were watching it too it's so funny how how intensely they are about like the corn and the Mm -hmm. corn stalks like there'll be scenes where it'll be like they walk into like an abandoned room or something and there's just like corn husks just jammed everywhere (laughs) just kind of glued on the walls yeah Yeah. it looks like a harvest festival or some (laughs) shit like just corn husks and every little crevice it just looks like like the corn palace is what it looks like yeah Yeah. (laughs) to to the uninitiated we have this you know claim to fame in south dakota the corn palace which uh in reality it's just a uh a gymnasium with a bunch of corn glued to it you know <laughs> and the murals are pretty i don't mean to like you know knock down the art you know the artisan designs but it's still corn glued to a rec center yep and you will you will see you will see signs all along the highway like famous got, corn palace you gotta see this corn palace you gotta see it yeah, corn palace. I love the lore in that movie too of the like the he who walks between the rows. Is that what something like that? The like the the mythical yep. um spirit of the corn. Yeah. And also fundamentally, yeah, kind of like you said, like scarecrows. I think scarecrows such a fundamental folk horror symbol, you know, Absolutely. like everything everything you're looking for in full core all rolled into one you know well, what um, you ask for? it's all there it's all there children of the corn is fucking brilliant it's a it's an absolutely brilliant film uh 10 out of 10 love happy it happy harvest show could you believe it that a happy <laughs> harvest horror show is gonna like <laughs> children of the corn gonna yeah. stand children of the corn a <laughs> whole episode on Bella's pumpkin patch yeah we're gonna like this movie yeah <laughs> I'm actually surprised Val's pumpkin patch doesn't do like it doesn't play into that more. Well, like, it's a family-run business, you know. I know, but they they do spooky stuff. There's like a haunted house and stuff. Like I feel like yeah, they're spooky, into and then there's like crucifying your parents <laughs> in, in the the cornfield. You know, like Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> like you're right. Oh man. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But if you've never seen it, you got to see it. It's great. It's on Shudder right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Check it out. Super good. What do you got next, Brian? Um, what do I got next? Next, I got uh, I got some Shudder. You mentioned Shudder, Children of the Corn. I got a couple stuff. One was Hellbender. I watched. That was my next one. Well, <laughs> okay. Let's just have a chat about Hellbender. Let's then. chat about it. Overall, uh, I thought it was uh, inconsistent, but I thought when it was when it was cool, it was really cool. And I had agree. Some real fucking spooky witchy stuff that I was like, oh man, this movie is all about the earth and the energies and like rerouting and you know embracing your power. And I'm like, hell yeah! And then, I described it as um, as a dark, uncomfortable Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, but I'm with you visually speaking. There were stunning visual moments in this film. And there were moments that felt super like film school. Like, yeah. you know, there was there was these these film these moments where it felt 
low budget and like film school. And then you would have these just amazing, like, yeah, like the, the kind of like montages, the like weird visual montages, those were amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I totally felt the same way. There was a few moments. I felt like it was early in the movie and very late in the movie. There was a few moments where it felt, it felt low budget just out Mm -hmm. of nowhere you know like and yeah yeah and I, I, and it's not inherently you know we can still enjoy a low budget movie yeah of course it's um but the, you saw flashes of like oh no but they could have gone better exactly you know? so it exactly. was like kind of disappointment when it would go back and forth um also performances wise i thought the mom was was great uh, um i thought most everybody else was not so great yeah <laughs> um, no there was some yeah some some of the acting was was not wonderful i read though i don't know if it's true but i think it's the actual the, the mom and the daughter are mother and daughter in real life too. oh really yeah well that's cute <laughs> kind of fun kind of fun you know, let's little, just do a horror movie together <laughs> like a witchy mom and daughter story <laughs> <laughs> um i in general i really liked this movie a lot like i think yeah. i think it had a lot of interesting things going on uh, yeah i liked the you know the the mother to daughter lineage the like witchy occult powers and then there's also a a kind of cannibalism bent oh yeah which mm-hmm. i think was just a kind very like a circle in- of life sort of thing yes yes which i was like oh i i like this i like how they kind of yeah they i i think it was a very unique witch story yeah. right like i had never really I can't think of anything really to even compare it to in terms of that approach to, you know, I can't even really either. I think it's got some influence out there, but uh, obviously it's using kind of the same, you know, language as a lot of witch stories. But yeah. I was also struck by the opening scene. What a gnarly opening scene where the, the witch is hung, you know, with the mm-hmm. burlap sack of her face, but she won't stay dead. And they had their like, gets out the gun and like trying to, and it's still laughing. I'm like, this is, we're going to hit the gas right away. This movie is going to fucking fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it delivered, especially at the end, that kind of like, I mean, without spoiling stuff. We haven't spoiled anything. Well, I think quick. we've really spoiled. There's that, that's the opening scene. Love it. By the end, it delivers with even more gnarly stuff. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I'll say without spoiling. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think. I think the themes were great. I think so so many of the visuals were great. I really think it's a really interesting movie. Well worth the watch. Um Hellbender. And it made me yeah, it got me excited. I was like, I I like this. I want more of this. That's how I felt watching that movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Shudder. Uh, the show is not brought to you by Shudder. We're just big fans. Um, <laughs> we would like to be brought to you like by Shudder. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> pit us up, pit us up. Um <laughs> I got another Shutter wreck. Well, I guess it's not it's not quite on Shutter now. It's coming to Shutter, but I saw it. Let's let's talk about something that's on Shutter now. I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it, but I'm going to talk about it. Called High Tension from 2003. Um, it's a French film. I don't know if you've heard or seen this. It's it's it starts off as like this home invasion, really gnarly, very scary story um kind of I shocking hate, violence. i fucking hate home invasions i can't i can't with home invasions um it's um what's interesting about it is it's like 
it's before the wave of so much of like the hostels and saws and everything of that time. And yet it feels like you see how influential this movie is because the look and the grime and like the industrial, like chains and grit of this, Mm -hmm. you know, are everywhere. And for them, the next 10 years of the early two thousands. So it's kind of like, Oh wow. Am I seeing like the inception of it with this Mm -hmm. movie? You know? Yeah, no, that's super Um, interesting. We were, we were all about that industrial aesthetic. I mean, that's just like warehouse fucking concrete floors. Yeah. Just horrors happening in a warehouse. Like that was, (laughs) that was it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Tetanus just watching all those movies. It's so true. <laughs> but yeah, this was kind of, it feels like a start to it um, in a way. And also in, in, in a way that like, no, I won't get it because it's spoiling the movie, but there is, there is, it is, it is controversial where the movie goes towards the end. And I had big thoughts on it that I won't spoil. So if you're interested in like having like a, a strong emotional reaction to a movie, go check out High Tension because it's also <laughs> it's from the same director who did Crawl a few years ago, the the, the alligator movie. So as far as the the premise of High Tension, yeah, nails it the whole time. I'm like, I'm upset and I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I am feeling a high amount um, of tension. <laughs> high amount of tension watching this movie. Yeah, it, it sets up a lot of like situations where you're like don't do that. And then something makes it even more upsetting, you know, and it just like mm-hmm. keeps like escalating. So yeah, as a, as a, as a gauntlet of that, yeah, works, works great. And it's on shutter high tension. Hi. It's also a French movie that if maybe it's just this version that they got for shutter, or maybe I looked it up. It might be all versions, but there is a, a really bad dubbing that's happening on it. That it's dubbed in English horribly. <laughs> and there's no subtitles. Except for the times when there are subtitles, when they say something very French and they don't have a, it's like, it's, <laughs> oh, wow. it's kind of <laughs> all over rough. the place. <laughs> I like even stop the movie right at the beginning. I'm like, hold on. Where's, how do I get back to just the, I'll put subtitles on. doesn't exist. It's all done. Oh man. That's rough. That's rough. Luckily I don't talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the movie. It's just. After the opening scene. Just industrial just a, horrors. Yep. <laughs> High tension. Back to you. What do you got? So my last one is uh, you, you may have seen it because I, I feel like it was kind of getting, uh, you know, front page on Hulu. Fresh. Oh, you watched Fresh I, with, I, with Sebastian Stan. We love Stan. Yeah, love I, that's him. been on my list. Do you like? What'd you like? What'd you think? I loved it. I. What's it about? What is it? <laughs> I just keep seeing like. You like, haven't watched it? I haven't watched it. I What's just keep it seeing about? Yeah, it's Okay, like so the, yeah. So this is an interesting one because there was a point fairly, you know, in the first half of the movie where I was like, I don't think I can fucking do this. Like it's pretty Whoa. it's pretty gruesome for a while. Um and the direction it's going, uh it, I'm just like, like we've talked about this. I don't like tortury things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, yeah, I don't like torture porn. I don't like it, especially, and there is kind of like a sexual element of this as well. Not like it's nothing too like crazy, but it's there. And, um, and it's, it is, it's, it's a lot and it is tortury. Um, and so there was, I would say within the first half of the movie, there was a point where I was like, I don't even know if I can do this anymore. Like, you know, and yeah. It, yeah. And I, I, I really like Sebastian Stan. I also really like, I can't think of her name, but the act, the main actress in it, I really like her a lot. 
And so, but I, I stuck it out and I'm glad that I did. Um, so if you are someone who watches this movie, I don't want to spoil anything, but if you are someone who watches this movie and you feel like you're like, I don't like this, like, I don't like what is going on here. Um, I'll just say it goes in a direction that I think makes it very worth it. In my opinion, that's how I will describe it. Um, And I think it tells, you know, we won't get too in depth with it, but like just the relationship to kind of like feminism and like the harming of female bodies Mm. is ultimately, I think, kind of being examined here a little bit in in a really, uh, a really smart way. Okay. And yeah, by the end. And then it does have some really good, you know, like comedic relief moments that are they're just just really well placed, really well done. Yeah. So as someone who doesn't like tortury movies, this is tortury, but I still really liked it and I, I liked where it ended up going, is okay. is what I will say. But it's about yeah, it's 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 about cannibalism, basically. <laughs> that's 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 the the main word I would say is cannibalism. Um, like it may be a new cannibal renaissance here. You yeah, know, yeah. Got this and yellow jackets and it's uh, it's about cannibalism and it's about making money off of cannibalism, which is ooh, even grosser. Todd, there. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's about um, it's about capitalistic cannibalism, uh, and also shitty men it's it's about shitty men too <laughs> ain't it always you know? um but great performances well done i thought it was very good i like uh yeah i love sebastian stan what, what uh the woman's name that's in it too she's from normal people yeah she's, she's really from good. normal people let me look it up i really like normal people i do too it's fucking devastating it's yeah, it devastating <laughs> yeah. um but it's very good Daisy. Yep, Daisy Edgar Jones. That's it. Daisy Edgar Jones. And she, yeah, she does a really great job in this as well. Well, I'm excited to see it. All right, fresh. It's on my list, top of my list. You better believe it. On Hulu. On Hulu. Uh, back to you, Brian. Back to me. Back to me. I just watched before we recording. I finished it. Off season is what it's called. It's coming to Shutter at a later point. It's available to rent right now. So if you want to get in that early access it's also playing in select theaters right now it's playing in my movie theater um that's how i was able to check it out but it's uh if you're part of our book club it's got a similar premise to tide pool in a way mm. uh where they're i did love the premise of tide pool despite might, my criticism you might really dig this movie off season off um, season writing it down all one word because there's another movie called off space season a couple years ago. It's not that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Good to know. (laughs) um, The premise is a young woman gets a letter calling her to this town uh, from this graveyard caretaker. That's like, Hey, your mother who is buried here, her grave has been disturbed and we need you here ASAP. And so she's coming and when she gets there, finds out that there's a drawbridge connecting the Island to the mainland and that it's the last day. The last day, the next day, it's going to be the off season. Hey, there's the title. And, <laughs> and you're going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck. So they're going to raise that drawbridge. And you're stuck. Do they get stuck? Of course they do. Of course. <laughs> that would be really disappointing if right? they didn't. They're like, 
They made it just in time, got off the island. The movie's like 20 minutes long. <laughs> it's less scary and more like eerie, spooky throughout, which I really enjoyed. It was kind of like refreshing that like, it's just a lot of scary noises and walking around deserted towns and spooky yeah. townspeople. Yeah, you know. that's all I want in life. <laughs> I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna dig it. I think a lot of people might really like it, um, especially when it comes on Shutter. Just like a quick little ninety minute, little spooky fest. It's definitely got Lovecraftian uh, influences and it really kind of delivers on that. It's not just kind of like, yeah, we're gonna play with some stuff. It like kind of really goes for a cosmic horror in a way that I really appreciated and. Yeah, it was cool. Off season. Um, I don't want to say more without spoiling it. Other than that, I just thought it was it was a spooky fun time. Great soundscape that had like a great spooky tone to it yeah. and uh, delivered on the premise more than we all kind of wanted with our book. Tidepool. Yeah. So, yeah, I would I would love to be transported to a spooky island where I'm trapped and surrounded by eerie sounds. That sounds... Well, I got a movie for you. Oh, this sounds there. great. <laughs> you can rent it now if you like. Uh, it'll be on Shutter one day. You know, one day. <laughs> one day. What do you got? Right back to you. That's that's all I had. <gasps> I had those four. I think that that was my list too. That's all okay. <laughs> okay. But, all right. All right. <laughs> but there were a couple more things I wanted to chat, especially with you about because okay. what a few things? weeks ago I mentioned it in our first. Uh, quick plug, we're doing a spooky weather report every week where I give you like 10 minutes of quick uh, weekly spooky news. It's going to be fun. A little bonus for you guys. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> I mentioned on there for the first one that I saw a couple weeks ago, Studio 666. Mm, I want to see it so bad. Oh, man. It's yeah. right up your alley. It's I Dave know. Grohl, <laughs> just like having the time of his life, you know? Dave He's, Grohl is everything to me. Like, he is you gotta see everything to me. Like, I love that man with my whole heart and i've watched the i've watched the trailer several times i've just been like this is amazing and i yeah. haven't seen it yet i was actually gonna go see it the other day and they only had one showing at the movie theater and it was like way later so i couldn't uh, go see it yeah. but i will i will see it i must see it i'm so excited it's fun it's fun it like really goes it's yeah it's very very slapstick horror comedy foo fighters are all there you My know, favorite in the trailer, in the trailer where they're like, because like the concept is like the Foo Fighters like bought a haunted house, basically. They, they buy a murder house in Racino and they're going to, you know, to record like, their 10th album. Yeah, to record their album. And in the trailer, they're like in in the house and like just like just like brainstorming and dave Grohl's like okay how about this how about this and he starts playing the riff from everlong and then like <laughs> and then the rest of the band is like you you wrote that already it's wrote called that. everlong <laughs> uh, oh, looks so good <laughs> it is it is it is so it wonderfully self-depreciating the movie they are it's very funny there's a lot of cameos that i was not expecting in it that that I think I'm not going to spoil because it's so delightful when they show up. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wish it was streaming. I mean, I, I got a lot of respect for putting out in theaters. I wish a lot of people went and saw it. I don't think any, it's not happening. Um, yeah. Because a lot of people really just don't go to theaters. Like that's it's true. not, that's true. it's really not a big thing anymore at all. Like outside, I mean, I work in a movie theater it, outside of big, honestly, comic book movies. It's that's it. Like yeah, Spider-Man made all the money in the world. Batman's up like $400 million. 
everything else, nothing. I do need <laughs> to see singing. Batman. I really need to see Batman. But Batman's um, rad. You're gonna like Batman. I know I am. I love I love Robert Pattinson, and I love Zoe perfect. Kravitz. And They're I'm just perfect. like I am in love with both of you. Um, and I hear that Robert Pattinson's Batman was like inspired by Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah, he's, I, he's <laughs> miserable. I'm not- great. <laughs> so excited by that i'm it's, so excited it's wonderful um, um yeah but yeah no i feel like i don't i think we should try i mean i totally get it movies are expensive like it is a whole mm-hmm. thing to go to a movie so like i get it but i also am like it when i do i'm always really happy that i did like the experience mm-hmm. is really nice it's really fun so like i don't know just a just a quick plug for movie theaters big fan (laughs) yeah if you're ever thinking like you want to see something that just came out or whatever i i i encourage going and having the experience it is nice i I totally get you know uh, the experience of being soured and not going because it is expensive and Mm -hmm. people like talk and chat throughout the whole thing that's also tough so why why would so i also think that there's like a responsibility of theaters too to show like give it a better experience than sitting at home you know my thing with theaters i've said this a few times recently we need to bring back from literally like back in the beginning of the 20th century we need to have intermissions in movies it's yeah. crazy to Especially me that there's the not intermission. I don't normally say that. You usually can sit, but I, I was so excited for the Batman. It's a three-hour movie, by the way. And I chugged a beer at the beginning. I was so hyped. Uh, two hours in, I was like, I cannot sit anymore. Yeah, I, to, I, I mean, <laughs> what, I just, I love, I love beverages, and I'm typically very well hydrated. Like, I always have to pee halfway through a movie. Like, there's yeah. no getting around it. And like, and also it's going to make you more money at concession stands. Oh, like, cause everyone's yeah going to get a second drink or get snacks or whatever. Drop that Coca-Cola ad. Yeah. Like I, yeah. it blows my mind that there are not, there should be an intermission. Especially movie. as movies are getting longer too. That's I, again, working in a movie theater. Everything is two and a half hours again. Yeah. We, we are, oh, I miss the days of a good 90 minutes. You know? <laughs> 90, you know? Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, I, everyone take yourself out to a movie. Treat have, yourself. Have a, a little date with yourself. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Really go, nice. Out, uh, go out this weekend. Well, I've, uh, I'm seeing it tomorrow. So I have a review on uh, spooky weather report, but I'm seeing X tomorrow. Uh, the, the new Ty West movie, which is like a, have you seen anything about this? This looks mm. so good. It's called X. It's a 24. Um, Ty West, he did House of the Devil and The Innkeepers. And the movie is basically, uh, it's set in the 70s. It's like this group of filmmakers shooting a porno in this old barn. And it's like Boogie Nights meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, shit. <laughs> the barn, that, the house that they're staying at. Something's not right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nuts. Um, yeah. So I am buckled up, ready to go tomorrow. Nice. So you can too. That'll be in theaters everywhere. Good 824. Uh, that logo usually means pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It typically does mean that. <laughs> or go see the Batman. Batman's great. Yeah, I need to see that. I I I might do that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pop out. See the Batman. Do a double feature with that in Studio 666. You'll be there all day. You know? Love it. I haven't God, I haven't done that in years been at a movie theater for a double feature 
It's been a really long time since I've done that. I remember in college, I did a triple feature once. Yeah. Third movie. (laughs) I can't remember the first two movies I saw, but the third movie in that triple feature was the second Hobbit movie. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) What? Why? (laughs) After my first two movies, I was like, yeah, and I'll finish this out with a nice two hour, 45 minute. wow that's insane (laughs) austin i remember that yeah i remember remember we i remember in college this will probably was my last double feature we went with a group we did we did django unchained unchained and And les mis We, we just were like miserable. We like, were so know. we were so upset. We were like, "Why would why?" <laughs> just oh, like man. two really soul crushing films, you know. <laughs> like, Watched uh, Parks and Rec for weeks. Yeah, you know? right, right. Anyway. That was classic. Um, but yeah, this is this is fun. Uh, a little. That's a little how spooky. Yeah, a little yeah. check in. That's how spooky our week. Have we're been. still having spooky weeks out there. We'll still have. We got more episodes coming up. Teasing. We'll have a full horror one. It's just a lot of research, you know. It's a lot of research, and we want to do it justice. I think yeah. we feel passionately about the topic. Yeah, but we just didn't want to wait anymore. We got to get topics out to you. Yeah, episodes. There you go. So we saw a bunch of spooky stuff. Here we go. Here we go. There it was. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to hang out with us, check out the book club. Uh, anchor.fm slash hhhs hop on book club and we can like talk about spooky books it's fun we have a good time yeah and keep an eye out i'm gonna try every friday morning spooky book report not book report spooky weather report there we go i kind of like book report but no (laughs) i had a whole idea where i was gonna make a whole persona i was really into it oh like i was you know like a horror host you know but yes report you know i like that you should Um, have a horror host persona that's fun that would be fun right i gotta work on him so one he'll evolve the 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 spooky egg is still Still nesting right now. It I will like hatch it. into a beautiful horror host one day, but right now, um, just check it out. Good quick five, 10 minutes. Give you good. I round up the spooky news for the week and give you a cool look at what's head next week. Love it. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks all for listening. Thanks for sticking with us in uh, March here. Happy St. Patty's Day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, check out our episode from last year. We did Leprechauns, didn't the we? Leprechauns. Yeah. Where yeah. I watched all the leprechaun movies. you did you watched how many were there like eight eight or nine i think yeah there's eight yeah yeah he did all of that for you so you should go back I and listen for you listen to the leprechaun episode that was a good episode <laughs> uh, if you want to watch leprechaun, i think they're all still on peacock um they're all owned by universal yeah so. they're waiting for you go check them out Go check them out. Um, Yeah. And until next time, I hope you all have a good, uh, good weekend and stay spooky. See y'all later. Bye.